Join Planet Fitness now through March 16th and get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment in $22.99 a month. You'll enjoy an upgraded experience with tons of perks. Like access to more than 2,000 locations worldwide? Yep. Super soothing hydro massage chairs? Yes. Can I bring a friend every time? Sure. Can my friend be a horse? Mm, nay. Uh, sorry. Get the PF Black Card and feel fit-tacular. Zero enrollment, $22.99 a month. Deal ends March 16th. See club for details. Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to Blessings by Grace Radio. Tonight is our Food for the Soul weekly Bible study session where you're going to be learning from the man of God about the word of God. Tonight is Thursday, January the 28th, 2021. Oh, my gosh. We are just three days away from the first month of the new year being gone away. So tonight we're so elated you could join us in Radio Land tonight. We're just so elated for you to be in Radio Land with us tonight. We're grateful, we're grateful, we're grateful. You don't know how much it means to us when you guys are on the air with us. It's a breath of fresh air to have you guys on the air with us, so thank you very, 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 very much. We appreciate that. And so tonight Dr. Moore will come on, and he will be breaking down the Word of God to you, giving you the ifs, ands, the buts about it, and all the good the bad, and the truth in reference to God's word. Now, tonight, I wanted to just talk very quick to you guys about what the self-help generation cannot do for itself. So basically, what I want to talk about is how we're always trying to depend on self and not depend on God. So our generation could be called the self-help generation. Just look around. There's bookstores with plenty of self-help books on practically every subject imaginable. What kind of help do you need? There's probably a book written and designed especially to help you. Now, there was a person who had a book titled Psycho Babbler, Exploding the Myths of the Self-Help Generation. The author Stephen Byers observed in this phenomenon, we live in an age of self-improvement. As we go about our daily lives, we are subjected to a million messages, some subtle, some less so imitating that a happier, richer, more successful life is just around the corner. And this, in turn, is spawned a prolific multimillion-dollar industry of stadium-filling gurus, best-selling books, magazines, and websites telling us how to be happier, how to be richer, and all around how to be a better person and a better Christian. But is our culture of self-help really helping, or is it just creating expectations that none of us can live up to because God didn't? have that for our life. Through assistance, we can learn how to do basic plumbing, tackle minor electrical projects, and or work on our automobiles. But there is one thing human beings cannot do for themselves. They cannot save themselves. Ha-ha. Keyword, you cannot save yourself. You cannot get yourself to the kingdom by yourself. Now, in the Bible, it does talk about Peter. He did exhort to those present on the day of Pentecost, save yourselves from this untoward generation. Acts 2 and 40. I think Peter was talking about us, the self-help. I'm going to do it myself how I want to do it. I'm going to get a book. I'm going to go on YouTube, and I'm going to learn. I think this is what Peter was talking about in Acts 2 and 40. However, Peter was not suggesting we can provide for our own atonement from sin or that we do not need a Savior. But he was making a call to action. Salvation requires our participation, but we could never pay the price or perform the necessary redemptive work. We only can rely on Jesus Christ for that. So remember we cannot ourselves work on ourselves when it comes to saving our souls, getting ourselves to be baptized. You can't you cannot baptize your own self. You can't put your own self under water and say all the prayers and the words and come back up in Jesus' name. It's not possible. You can't do it. What you can do to help yourself to be ready for the kingdom is to repent for your sins, to allow yourself to be baptized. You can start seeking for the Holy Ghost and caring, and then also you can allow the Lord to fill you so you can speak an unknown tongue. That's how you can help yourself to be in God's kingdom ready for his return. But without those steps, 
you're not going to get there. And you're not going to put yourself there. God has to put you there. You are not getting a self-help book on how to be a better Christian because there's no book for that. There's no self-help book, five steps to get into heaven. It doesn't exist because God don't have a step, like like a, a guide or a step tool. You only do this and you go to heaven. That's not how it works. And if you don't know, ask Dr. Moore and research, research it for yourself. So if you don't know, you can know. But that is indeed for you to have that opportunity to get an understanding for yourself. However, be grateful. Learn all you can. Let it manifest and multiply for your life. Because everything's doable. Everything's absolutely doable. When you think about it, it is. And it's a beautiful thing. I thank you guys for listening to me tonight. Just wanted to share a little bit about self-help. I appreciate you guys always listening to me, what I find interesting. I appreciate it a lot because I'm just trying to be sharing some good stuff I find for some inspiration. But enough about my inspiration. We're here to hear the word of God from the man of God. We're here to have him break down the religious algorithm. We want to hear him as he's teaching us what thus saith the Lord, raw and uncut. And we thank him for that every week that he comes on. We are so appreciative. We thank you guys, everyone in Radio Land, all the 27 podcasters out there, Blog Talk Radio, everybody. But first and foremost, we thank God. We thank God for him being in our life. We thank God for him allowing us to have this. Oh, God, we are nothing, absolutely zip, zilch, nada. But with God, all things are possible. Ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in. Dr. Bishop Osmond. Thank you tonight. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. Tonight in Radio Land. Thank you. Amen. So, so Kitasha for bringing us on as she normally does tonight. God bless everyone in Radio Land that is listening to us tonight. Uh, we're going to get right into the Word of God. Asking you, amen, to be always prayerful as we praise the Lord, enter to the Word of the Lord. And I always ask God is to open up your understanding, amen, that you might understand the Scripture. Tonight, amen, we're going to come from a very short chapter in the Bible. And the Lord is, amen, laying upon my heart tonight. And it's from the book of Jude. Amen. The book of Jude tonight, amen. Loved by God, the Father. Jude, uh, he was the servant of Jesus Christ. He was the brother of James to them which are sanctified by God, the Father, and preserved in Jesus Christ uh, and called. Mercy unto you, and peace and love be multiplied. Jude, amen, uh, is a servant of Jesus Christ. And we, that is saying something, amen, a servant of Jesus. 
The Jane name, amen, here was surely the well-known teacher of the Jerusalem church in Acts 15 and 13, Galatians 2 and 9. It introduces, amen, uh, the Jane or, amen, the half-brother of Jesus, according to Mark 6 and 3. Jude, he humbled, designated himself as Christ's servant. Rather than mention that he was related to Jesus, the call are those who respond in faith to God, initially in salvation. Sanctified by God the Father is the result of being called, preserved, meaning that the believer are kept safe in Jesus until their salvation is consumed, consummated at his return. Are your salvation kept in Jesus? Are you really a servant of Jesus Christ. Jude, amen, was letting us know here that he was a servant of Jesus Christ. He was sanctified by God the Father. And he didn't, amen, come out and boast that he was some related relation to the Lord. But it's a mercy is God's kindness and compassion. God have mercy upon us today. That is God's kindness and God's compassion towards his peoples. Then he said, peace is the well-being that results from the relationship of love. Peace. And when we speak of this piece, we are talking about, speaking of this love, we are talking about this agape love. This love that can stand something and it's not easy to be provoked. It does not misuse nobody. It always has a hand rest out to help anybody that it possibly can. We must have this agape love. In the last days that we are living in, we need the love of Jesus Christ, but I'm talking about agape love. Love that won't say no. When you are down yourself, that love will still say, yes, I will help you. I'll support you. That is the kind of love, amen, that every Christian should have. Interesting in other people and in the mind of not their love in return. You won't love them even they may not love you. We're living in a world and time now that you can give people love, but it doesn't mean that they're going to love you. 
And it ought not make any difference to you whether they love you or not. You just love them anyway. Because when we were all sinners, when we didn't love the Lord at all, he loved us. So we must love one another. The Bible goes as far as say by this, all men should know that you are my disciples if you have this agape love, one for another. All brothers and sisters, all ethnic groups, no matter what nationality that we are in or under, if we are born again of the Spirit of God, we ought to have the love of Jesus Christ. But I come to find out that many people that's confessing Jesus don't, don't have that kind of love when it comes down to different ethnic peoples. Jew went on down to let us know that the word may refer to God love a man and to man love for God and other peoples. Do you really love the Lord? Now, I know the Lord love us. I, there is no question in my mind, amen, I know that the Lord love us. But do we really love the Lord? If we really love the Lord, we will obey. We'll be obedient children. You won't try to work it out on your own. You will obey the word of God if we really love him. Jew originally means to write a letter about salvation to his friend. Jew was thinking about his friend and he was thinking about writing a letter to them about salvation, coming to Jesus Christ, and how they should come to Jesus Christ. But somewhere as he was thinking of this, something crossed his mind, but he changed his plan. When he learned about false teachers who had sacredly made their way into the church, Jude had to change his plan. He was going to talk about salvation, this common salvation. But he found out there was another spirit trying to introduce itself into the church through falsehood, through not really being born again, but professing the name of Jesus, acting like they know Jesus and Want everybody else to believe, amen, that they are of Jesus, but they were false. Jesus said in the last day that many shall come in my name, saying that I am of Christ. We're living in a day and time of apostasy, of false preachers, false teachers, false ministry. We are living in that day where Jews began to tell us that they had slipped into the church. They had crept into the church unaware. People didn't notice. 
they was outwardly they was outwardly they was have sheep clothes on, but inwardly they were raving wolves. And people didn't realize or didn't pay any attention. They they acknowledged them as a saint of God, as a Christian, a good brother, and didn't realize what they were inviting into the church. Now look what they have done. They have brought poison into the church. Jude had to change his mind about writing about this salvation because of these false teachers who had secretly made their way into the church. Because of their influence of false teaching, he urged the reader to contend for the faith. And that's what I want to, amen, stop tonight. And hope, amen, and tell you, my brothers and sisters, it's a lot of things that's going on out there, but there is not but one faith. Jews say, contend for the faith. Pray hard. If there is ever a time that man should really pray for the divine guidance of the Lord, it is in the day and time that we live in right now. Pray for the faith, the entrusted faith, to them that contend for the faith. It's not just the vigorous defense of the Christian faith, but it is an advancement of the gospel as well. Pray. Man, false teachers have come in and twisted the word of God. And have caused men into error, not knowing the scripture. And man, faith is being defeated because these false teachers is to come into the house of the Lord. Very important, your children, my children, your cousin, your brothers, your sisters. Your mothers and your aunties is under some of these false teachers. And they done persuaded them that they are right. My heart goes out. They can look so innocent. They can plead so well as they love Jesus. I'm reminded of a false Prophet, prof, teacher, Jim Jones came in among the people in L.A. And he persuaded the poor black people that he was a man of God. Just come on and follow me, brother. Come on and follow me, sister. Then crept into the church. And all the time... His mind was on deception. If I can just get them to follow me. I will read the Bible to them, but I won't tell them the full and whole truth. And many of you know the story, and that's what happened as it is, amen, and so many of the false prophets and false teachers and he gathered, amen, many 
had church here in Los Angeles. Amen. And finally, amen, they, they boarded and went to Guyana. And look what happened. They were serving a man. They were not serving God. In the beginning, it was all right. They was calling on the name of the Lord. But after a while, he turned and said, who are providing for you? They said, you are false teachers. Is in the land God provides for us. The Bible says the Lord will supply our every needs with the riches and glory. So Jew seen a man a different thing coming. And this thing, a man, took a hold on his soul. These actions must be accomplished. By an obedient lifestyle, you know, you know, if you're gonna live right, it's got to be accomplished by an obedient. You, you got to be obedient unto the Lord. You got to have an obedient lifestyle, not halfway living and doing what you want to do when you get ready to do it. You know, when we come to Jesus, we have to sell. Sell our lives out. If we're going to live for him, you got to sell your life out. That means you don't do what you want to do. Second of all, amen, the Bible says you have been bought with a price and you don't belong to yourself anymore. If you want to, amen, do what you want to do, there is no need of you asking Jesus for salvation. Jesus come to seek and to save that which was lost. Now here come this false prophets, amen, coming, twisting the word of God and telling you, amen, that he wants you to, amen, not to contend for the faith. Be faithless. People, amen, is not contending for the faith. They're not being real like they used to be. They're not being prayerful like they used to be. They're not obeying the scripture like they used to. Contend for the faith. In this day and time, amen, we must contend for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints. The saints once had it. And the Bible says, Thou art inexcusable, O man. We, we don't have an excuse. The Lord nailed all excuses to the cross. You can't say, I can't live it. The Lord will not put no more upon you and I than what we can bear. But these false teachers say, you don't have to live that way. You don't have to live a sanctified life. Say, God love you. Just as the devil says, amen, when the Lord told Adam and Eve, don't eat of the forbidden, every tree in the garden, but the tree of good and evil. You can eat of, but the tree, amen, of good and evil, don't you touch it. And Satan turned right around and said unto Eve, God said, the day that you eat of this fruit, you shall surely die. 
Listen how the cunning, subtile beast twists the word of God. God said the day that you eat of this fruit, you shall surely die. And Satan said, you you shall not surely die. You see, I'm telling that lie today. If you go out and sin a little bit, you ain't going to die. God will forgive you. Your God is a loving God. Your God don't want to hurt nobody. But you, he said, pray for the faith that was once delivered. Referring to the Christian revelation of the body, a fixed authority, orthodox, apostolic teaching that has been hand down to believers. Pray for that faith that God gave the apostles. They had the same mind. They all were on one accord. They taught the same thing. They didn't handle the word of God deceitfully. Pray for that faith. If we don't have faith, we can't please God. It is impossible to please God without having faith. Jude went on to point out in verse 5, he says, I will therefore put you in remembrance, though you yet once knew this, how that the Lord have saved the peoples out of the land of Egypt. Afterward, he destroyed them that believe not. Somebody, amen, has been delivered from the Egypt life of bondage, Egypt life of sin. God has delivered some, but they didn't want to hold on to the faith. They went back, and God destroyed them. That same word is talking to you and I today. But you say, pray for the faith. Pray. Pray. Saints of God, if we ever pray now, pray, amen, for this common salvation. People make this, amen, salvation so difficult. But it's not as difficult as people want it to be. But let's pray for the faith. False teachers is everywhere. And you, I have a brother. He began, amen, to let us know that we ought to be under the apostle doctrine. And Jesus Christ, our chief cornerstone. You ought to have some guidelines to go by. The apostles, amen, obeyed the gospel of Jesus Christ. Peter said on the day of Pentecost, repent every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. 
Now these false teachers is coming in saying it's not necessary for you to receive the Holy Ghost in this dispensation of time. They're twisting the word of God. They're twisting the word of God. But the Bible says in Acts 2 and 39, it says, for the promises unto you and unto your children and unto those that are fall, even as many as our Lord God shall call. God says the promise of the Holy Ghost is unto you. And preachers saying it's not necessary for to have it. They're saying all you have to do is accept Jesus Christ and you have the Holy Ghost. Don't you let people tell you that lie. When the word of God, amen, is right before you, amen, Jesus said, go to Jerusalem and stay there until you be in endowed with power from on high. We go to church, we clap our hand, we go to church, and we feel the spirit of God, but we won't stay there until we endowed with power from on high. But we go there and say we are all right. Listen, my brothers and sisters, you can't go to church and be saved and sanctified and smoking cigarettes. God don't dwell in no one clean temple. You can't go to church, as I know many, call themselves Christians and have tobacco in their lips, a snuff. You ain't clean. You filthy. But the preacher lying, preacher tell you, it's all right. Well, I'm here to tell you, amen, pray for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints. God got to sanctify you. The Lord has to clean you up. Jew, he wanted to remind his readers that God had actually decided in the past against those who oppose him. Now, when you oppose God, amen, you are in trouble. And this is, amen, where just become in it. We wonder, amen, why so much, amen, is happening to us in the world, around the world. Well, amen, we got so many opposing God's word. So, amen, it's going to bring judgment upon the people, amen, because they are opposing God's word. They don't love him as a man. They also love him. All they are to him with their lips, but their heart is far from him. When you really have been born again, there is a change in you that, amen, only God can put there. There is a love only God can put there. And you have to grow and develop and mature in this kind of love. This is a agape love. But now God was looking down, put them in remembrance. He mentioned three 
example of God's judgment. The first judgment, amen, that God was talking about of unbelievers. Amen. If you don't believe, amen, you're going to be judged. Now, these false preachers, false prophets that come in, twisting the word of God, saying, amen, that you don't have to believe like that. But God, amen, the first German, amen, of unbelieving, amen, was Israel in the wilderness. They was unbelievers. Read Numbers 32 and 10. The angels who fell, And their destruction. And Sodom and Gomorrah. For their sexual immorality. Genesis 19. 24 and 29. They didn't believe. Unbelievers. Judgment is coming upon you. You don't believe the word of God. You are there. Amen. You don't believe the word of God. Well, judgment is coming. Yes, Jude had to change his letter. And he saw, amen, these spirits coming down, amen, creeping in the house of God. Now, they have flourished all over the world. You just got all kind of lying prophets and preachers preaching the word of God. But just as God judged Sodom and Gomorrah for their deeds, and you know what their deeds were, sexual immorality, amen, was one of the highest things that was on the market. Sin had brought on sexual immorality. Sin has always been the preserving of God's intent will. In the last days, it would be like it was in the days of Noah. The thoughts of individuals was continually caused on evil. It caused the God to destroy the earth by the flood. And it also will bring God's wrath and his judgment and destruction in the last days. Sin is going to cause that. Lying, false prophets, is going to amen, cause judgment is to come upon this world. One of the most destructive things that has tamed and corrupt God's gift of sex is pornography. Pornography, I want to say, man, people got to hang up on pornography. Christian people that say they love the Lord got to hang up on pornography. Got to can't help it. Got to look at that nude. Got to look at that nakedness. Well, my brothers and sisters, 
Let me tell you, you need deliverance. You don't have to do that. You don't have to stoop that low and defile your mind with that kind of evil. I'm told, amen, that pornography bringing more money than the ball players. And all it's done is revealing the flush. Either man, young woman, or child. Then the internet, amen, may be a wonderful tool to aid in spreading the good information. But the sin, pale, pale, of our days of uh, exploring its evil purpose. Internet is called an amen. Sin is going to rampage everywhere. It's good in one sense, and it's very damnable in another sense. Your children, 11 and 12 years old, know how to get on, lie. And look at those new pictures. What do you think that is done to their little minds? God's going to judge. Jew began to go on and let us know that the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation. He has reserved is an everlasting change under the darkness until the judgment of that great day. The angels that did wrong, God's going to judge them. Now, he created them with some kind of way. They didn't obey him. God's going to judge them. You can look like a shiny light if you want to. The devil, amen, can transform himself into an angel of light. Look like, amen, he's the splitting image of the Lord, but he can be the devil. God knows the heart, and God's going to judge. So Jude began to let us know that even Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner. He gave themselves over to Father Kate and going after strange flush. I set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Nothing has changed. There is nothing no nothing there is nothing under the sun that is new. We are experiencing the same thing in two thousand and twenty one today. People is going after strange flush. But judgment is coming. See likewise also these filthy dreamers. They defile the flesh. 
despise the dominion and speaking evil of dignation. These filthy dreamers dream, amen, Jude, amen, contrast the heretic, those that blaspheme of angels with the restriction that Michael, the archangel, shown when contented with the devil. Michael, amen, the devil knew that he had the right of all mankind, and he wanted the body of Moses, and he disputed against the archangel about the body of Moses. They're not bringing against him a railing of, of accusers. But says the Lord rebuked thee. God had to rebuke him. Because he wasn't going to have the body of Moses. Micah called on the Lord to judge. Jew was not granted authority to the assumption. But merely used it as an illustration. We find that in Acts 17 and 28 and Titus 1 and 2. Look what Jude had to change and talk about this common salvation and change a man his letter and let us know what was coming down the line. What amen many of us is experiencing today. The false teachers standing what they did not understand. They teaching what they did not understand. Compare them to an animal that would destroy themselves by the thing they instructed or pursued. We got false teachers out there don't understand the word of God. But they're destroying themselves and destroying those that are under them. The Bible says, come out from among them. If they're not preaching this common salvation, if they are not preaching, amen, that the wedge of the sand and death, but the gift of God is the eternal life, come out from among them. If they are not preaching repentance in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin, come out from among them. If they're telling you that you can live, amen, in sin and continue to serve God, Come out from among them. The Lord wants to sanctify you, make you clean, make you holy, marry men and marry women, committing adultery, fornicate, and saying that we love Jesus. Don't believe that lie. When you love Jesus, you don't do that. You restrain yourself from that.
Jews. He kept on letting us know, amen, that the false teachers stands, standeth what they did not understand. Jude also compared the heretic to Cain. In Genesis 4, 4, and 5 and 8. And to Balaam. In Numbers 31, 16. And to Korah. In Numbers 16, 1 through 35. These men deceived others. And were known for the Grieve and rebellious. They were out to deceive mankind. What is man done today? He's out to deceive mankind. It's time to pray, 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 pray. Like never before. For the faith that was once delivered unto the saints, children. Woe unto them. For they have gone... In the way of Cain, Cain went away from the Lord. What are the people doing today? They're going away from the Lord. They are pardoned. They are being intoxicated, but they yet say that I'm a Christian. They yet say I'm on my way to heaven. Let me say God sees everything that you do. He sees everything that I do. God's going to bring judgment upon us. And ran greedily after the era of Balaam for reward and perish in their gainsaying accord. They ran after the way of Balaam. You will let us know. These are spots in your feast. Your feast is a holy feast. When you praise the Lord, I'm talking about real born again believers. When you praise the Lord, your feast is a holy feast. You ought not want no allow no unclean person to come in and join you in your feast. These false, these false teachers, and these false prophets have allowed, amen, these spots to come in your feast, in your feast of charity. Here you love the Lord with all of your heart and all of your soul and your mind, and here the devil come. Here the devil come and join you. He come and beat you singing. He come and beat you praising the Lord. He come and beat you preaching. But there are spots in your feet. They feast with feeding themselves without fear. They're in the midst of you. And they feed in themselves on the word of God without fear. Hear the saints of God, amen, got fear. In them, amen. But these unbelievers, unrighteous people, they they don't fear. 
They get up and say what they want to say. And then lie on the Lord and say, God told me to say it. They clowns. They are without. They are without water. A cloud, amen, without water. It's a very light cloud. They carry about a wind. They go from one place to another. They blow everywhere. These false spirits is everywhere. The trees whose fruit is with us. They don't have no fruit. They die. Their fruit is with us. Whether without fruit. They are twice dead. And they have plucked it up by the root. Yes, they are twice dead. These heretics were shepherds who fed only themselves without any concern for others. They were useless and full of empty promises like waterless clouds. You portray them He betrayed them. As a barren fruit tree and a wild wave that disposed of their refusal or shameless deeds on the shore of people's lives. These heretics were also a wandering star Doomed to destruction. But these are in your feet. And you giving God the praise. They are in there giving themselves an amen. And actually they're praising the devil. But I began to hear Jude tell us, let us pray for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. The saints used to get into the house of God and they would pray until they could feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Spirit used to get up on them and they couldn't control themselves because of the power and the anointing and the kind of glory would fill the house. Satan didn't like that. But he says, amen, they are fallen stars. In Isaiah 14, 12 and 15, Revelation 9 and 1, like disobedient angels, distinguished from eternal punishment, heretics are headed for eternal darkness. The lion prophet is headed to eternal darkness. Jude emphasizes that these heretics would suffer divine retribution. God is going to pay the lion prophets 
the lying preachers. He pitches his judgment by quoting a pathetic from Enos, Jude 9 and 1. Their punishment will take place when the Lord returns to judge the wicked. The wicked going to get theirs. Come on, children, keep on living. Keep on living righteous. Keep on living holy. The wicked going to get theirs. I want to say, man, pray for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints. This is Dr. Moore, amen, saying, God bless you in radio land. Amen. Let us continue to pray like never before. The world is full of false prophets. But Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. God bless you. Beautiful coming from Dr. Moore, talking about the shortest book in the Bible, Jude. We thank him for that, and we'll be back next week. God bless. God speed. Good night, everybody. Zenny offers prescription glasses starting at $6.95, as well as affordable sunglasses, blue blockers, and more. The best part? Try any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Visit zenny.com today and change the way you buy glasses forever. Join Planet Fitness now through March 16th and get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment in $22.99 a month. You'll enjoy an upgraded experience with tons of perks. Like access to more than 2,000 locations worldwide? Yep. Super soothing hydro massage chairs? Yes. Can I bring a friend every time? Sure. Can my friend be a horse? Mm, nay. Uh, sorry. Get the PF Black Card and feel fitacular. Zero enrollment, $22.99 a month. Deal ends March 16th. See Club for details.